0: To Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
1: It was my partner's um, birthday um, at the weekend. I won't say how old she was, but it was a big one. It was one of the mm. big I'll oh, go on, I'll say it. She was eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> and no, she wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? If I said she was ninety-four, would that be better or worse than she was eighteen?
2: Uh the producer's nodding as if better. I better,
1: ninety four would be better. better. Ah. Isn't is um, isn't that strange that uh, how we how we balance it? <laughs> courting death is more acceptable than courting life. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, she's obviously she's a bit older than that. I'll be I'll be straight with you. But I bought a um,
3: Apple Music.
1: Now All I don't know if it. you know it's a streaming mm. service. Um,
3: I'm a uh I found myself.
1: Yes. Well, I was um, I was at the Brits one year, and there was a three month trial thing, mm-hmm. and I thought I'd give it a go. And Don't I, say
3: you bought, gave her that. Um, no. <laughs>
1: oh God. <laughs> no. I, I, unfortunately, that had gone. I wish here. I had. As you will see. <laughs> You're still here, so clearly. Yeah. Not. So um, I I found it life changing. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she loves music. You know. <laughs> Not many people love music more than my partner, so I thought this is the dream mm. gift. So um, I got family Apple Music, me, Boss and Cattle. Oh yeah, oh. lovely. So I sent you send out uh, uh, like email saying congrats. You know you you have Apple congratulations music, is pushing like, it something <laughs> like <laughs> that. And they send them. I didn't word it. I didn't write the emails, but. Um, Anyway, I got a call from Kath as soon as I realised the emails had gone out. And it was as close as she has ever said to me, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> she um, she said, what what is this? What's this? And I said, well, um, I know it's a bit early, but she said, no, but what is it? I said, I bought you <laughs> Apple mute She said, I don't. I don't want it. I've told you I don't want it. I don't want any more complications in my life.
2: Oh, I see.
1: I said no, but you just press. Like a list comes up. You just. I don't want it. I don't want all that. I don't. No. I told
2: you. I feel the same way, so I'm Do a bit you? scared of that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's a very passive. It terrifies me.
1: You go on and search, and you might put in. Um, well, what might? What? What if I put in? recently uh, mm-hmm. George, George Jones because I've been Jones. watching the Ken Burns country music uh, oh, documentary you? series which I must say even if you don't like country music is amazing if you do it's through the roof mm-hmm. anyway um, do you know Ken Burns no but <laughs> thanks for the tip <laughs> Um, well, she that's it. you put the name in ten albums come up you just listen to music is it? but she won't use it she's told me she will not use it I've paid <gasps> for it now so that's that oh. I mean it ways of upsetting we was watching a programme about the history of the nude on BBC art coverage oh here we go and um, they yeah. had some Cranach paintings of Adam and Eve. Love Cranach. And I felt a slight tension in the room with the <laughs> apple. references. <laughs> I felt honestly, I could feel an atmosphere. <coughs> um, so, of of gifts um, I've bought, which mm. I thought this is perfect, that have gone, I can't think uh, of a greater gap between right. the anticipation and the result.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
1: What's
3: that? That's,
1: <laughs> I, I spoke uh, this, uh, this morning with the German Chancellor, Herr
3: Hitler. <laughs> I wish that had been you <laughs>
1: announced. It? it
3: was it. too bad. I want to discuss uh, Thomas Cruz. The fourth, I believe he is. is citing. It? Oh, yes, I think he's he's
1: got another name, isn't he? I, I know what it is. Having Cruise is his, his middle name, isn't it? Oh,
3: um, sir, can I tell you the on. name? Yes, yes. Having but had a crush for some time, time, uh, Maypother.
1: No, May oh, that's right. May, Maypother. I don't, May I don't like Maypother. Maypother. May
3: it's an Irish name, I believe. Is it? He's Irish. Mm, that's Irish.
1: In May Maypother. <laughs> I don't know the way it falls away at the end. It yeah. starts with mice, all right, bang, and then... Yeah. It's spelt- A bit like to- the way Tom's gone it- film wife. <laughs>
3: oh, Ooh. how dare you? It's spelt Mapatha, but it's pronounced Mapatha. Well? He's been in the UK. He's been shooting Mission Impossible 7. Seven oh. and
1: Eight. Oh, is it really? He's is He's shooting Stefan and... <laughs> is it honestly? Maybe it's about time they admitted that, that that mission is actually Very impossible. Very possible. Yeah. It's, well, just give up on it. It took eight films. I mean, that's a mission. They could have been doing other missions in other films.
2: I like the fact that he's bringing a uh, comedian's double-up approach to making films. I like know. Back in the days when we had live comedy, a comic could do yeah. two gigs on a Saturday night. Well, I used to do five. I've done five. But, you know, you can't do five films simultaneously, You probably could house films. <laughs> yeah, they're mainly running about. Just
1: shoot, oh, shoot, the, shoot the
2: exploding cars from
1: different <laughs> angles, change the odd licence plate.
3: Sort the old black polo neck, oh. so you don't get the marks. The white
1: I See, that shocks me. <laughs> that I, I thought uh, Tom, Tommy... Hey. That was the thing when I grew up, that people Love called Tommy. Tom would be called Tommy.
3: Shall we call him Tommy? <laughs> if
1: you like. Tommy. Oh no, Tommy they'd call him. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. There was a <laughs> bloke called, he was called Tom Jones, I remember, and they used to call him Tommy Dunes. <laughs> I remember a motor said, I oh, said, Dear Tommy Dunes, <laughs> Dan Albury. <laughs> anyway, um, Tom, I, I'm surprised he's doing a seven and eight of anything. He wouldn't have done that in the old days, would he? Well, no, nothing's got that far as...
2: Uh,
3: it's. No. I think it's fairly lucrative, that franchise. Yeah. Do you know how old he is, you two? Any ideas? Should we do our little guess? Um, to you first, um, I'm going to go to you, Alan Cochrane?
2: OK, my guess is somewhere between 50 and 85. I think he's a confusing one.
3: Well, that's a bit silly, Billy. <laughs> I think he's
1: He's younger than me. 58. Correct, oh. absolutely. Really? Oh. That
2: needs a jingle. Town, I've oh, just got real flashbacks is... to school where I say something silly and then a SWAT pipes up with the perfect answer oh, and now I'm I sorry. feel double silly. I'm sorry, I feel very Hermione
1: oh. Granger. Oh,
3: well, <laughs> you know what I like? That was so... You guessed that Tom Cruise was fifty-eight, and then we played the boys are back in town. Well, he was was back. Show thing.
1: He was back in town. Um, Can I ask you a question? How long has it been since Tom Cruise was in the best-looking bloke chair?
3: Great question. For me, he's still in there. Really? Yeah, Yeah, he's good. Um, I think you're. I think probably five years. Oh no, twenty.
2: Yeah, no, I, I twenty. Yeah. In his defence, <laughs> I'll say this: I think he's still a good-looking guy, but I think he's so Stunning. firmly he's so firmly in the does his own stunts chair that he can't have <laughs> he can't have another chair. He
3: can't straddle oh, okay.
1: chairs. To Frank? me, to me, he's in the signs and autographs for everyone who's oh, turned yes, the
3: chair. he's got the help some um, person at a s- scene of accident.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got publicists publicis saying this is all very well but I've got I've to get up at six o'clock in the morning yeah. standing on the red carpet every a babysitter
2: he's, for today, yeah.
1: And so easily lost in a crowd <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's essentially a travel celebrity <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Apparently he flew over here in a holdall
0: <laughs> Absolute Radio The best of Frank Skinner Absolute radio. Alan, please. We've actually
2: had a missive in also on the subject of animals from um, Eddie from Coulsdon. Oh. Okay, oh, I'd oh, like to live in Coulsdon. Would you? you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. That's like, you know
1: that bit in Paul <laughs> Fiction? Because I've read it, I was
2: seeing the spelling rather than. Yeah. But you know in
1: Paul fi- Fiction when he says, okay, that's Cool and the Gang or something like that? It's just a way of saying cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start saying that. Oh, okay, Coolston. <laughs>
3: Are you? <laughs> yeah. That okay. is a thing I'm gonna
2: start saying. Okay.
3: Are you oh looking forward
2: to that? Well we'll so see it how l- it goes. So
3: if I came in and I said, Oh well, I'm gonna to go to that uh, gig on Tuesday, are you gonna come with? I go,
2: yeah, of course then.
1: <laughs> You'll say. It'll catch on. I think it will. Everyone. Everyone. I will mean be a lot saying. that
2: you say does catch on. Cool.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I can I tell you how I'm feeling. I'm, I've got that sort of surge of adrenaline. You know, when you do something that makes you feel, you know what, empowered. You feel, I have done... I have stood up. I have stood up and been counted. Oh, yeah. Like oh. when, for me... I haven't done this many times, but it really makes me think, like, you know what, if I want something, I will go out and, as as it doesn't hurt anyone, I will go out and get it. I don't care what other people think of me. It's when I've opened the window on a bus. Ooh! I just got up and opened the window <gasps> and sit down and think, yes, that is the kind of person I am. Good for if you. If I want the window open, yeah, OK, you stared at me. You're thinking, look at that bloke opening the windows. Very good. Oh, man. It's just a lot, I think, things like that when, um, you know, when you say, excuse me, but this is a dirty fork. I'd like a clean one. It's only a little victory in life. Mm -hmm.
2: But uh, some people can't do it. I heard someone returning something in a uh, coffee shop the other day and they said, I really don't want to be that person. And I thought, you are. Yeah You definitely are being that person I do want to mm. be that person
1: yeah. <laughs> But there you are you see What you thought about them That's the sort of thing that people think When you do do some, um That she was being dynamic Yeah yeah. No, you, you thought. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's what people think. Ah, oh, shut did.
2: up. Yeah.
1: So you say, excuse me, but this this um, steak tastes of urine, and people are thinking, oh, shut up. Stop off. going on about it. Who do people <laughs> think they are? I mean, it's that. <laughs> no, we're we're not together on it at all. No. Anyway, um, I we, would like to know what what actions make other people feel empowered well, in that same way. I'm glad I did that.
3: Oh 031 has one. Um oh I haven't seen she, that. Well don't oh, worry. Yeah. I'm across it. Uh, forgetting a 1 pound coin and using my front door key for a trolley at the supermarket. Well, I didn't even know. That Lack of change won't stop me. Well you can do that. <laughs> You put a key oh, in it. Al, oh, oh.
1: has lit up like a what? Christmas tree. What's so up, you could do Three now. You do get it back, don't you, the I mean, pound? Yeah, but know, I don't I always have a pound.
3: The smile on that man, I'm blinded, it's like <clears> a camel.
1: Can I say Absolute Radio do not approve of people using the key instead of the oh, coin? I don't know that. <laughs> No, I'm guessing. I've got the manual with me. It's been wiped inside.
3: Um, oh, Dad, what about this one, Al? Dan Bauer. He loves you, Frank. Frank, I love the fact that a high profile celebrity such as yourself is humble enough to travel on a bus still. Man of the people.
1: Yeah, it's actually it's <laughs> to do with having a over sixties travel card and being a bit uh, being it's about time I got something back for oh, all yeah. the tax I've paid is the the darker motivation. It's
3: a nice thing to say though, Dan. It is, I yeah. think I appreciate that, um,
2: Dan.
1: Drink the long draft, Dan. <laughs> for the hip priest.
2: Something of a subject change. Seven zero zero has answered your question. I would guess Dickens wrote with a pen you had to dip in ink. Yes. typewriters were available in his lifetime I? I think it was Huckleberry Finn that was the first book composed on typewriter that is a very good um, it's a first it's <laughs> a very strange <laughs> tone you've taken no, i, I didn't know where <laughs> never that heard from. you speak like that before I don't know where that
1: tone <laughs> came from I didn't <laughs> I, um, I hope that never happens again <laughs> And all I said was that was a very good. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, like it could be applied sounds... to so many things.
3: Oh, I mean, I, think I could he just do Just some voiceover work. I think that's true. I could do a, these- <laughs> a thesis on the just analysing the peaks and troughs of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's mainly. It very growly, <laughs> wasn't it? It was. Uh, I, I'm not sure about. That. I tell you, it sounded a bit like. Who's that um, presenter that does? Um, home is where the art is Nick Nick Knowles Nick, yeah Nick Now it's a no. bit Knowles Knowlesian <laughs> Do you remember he does, there's, there's clips of him doing singing oh, oh yeah, yeah I don't know
3: what he's sung but I can I imagine I know what his karaoke song is I'm going to guess Mustang Sally <laughs> oh
1: yeah I'm thinking uh, Big Bad Leroy Brown is that what he's called <laughs> Big Bad oh man yeah uh, stop it nick get out
0: the best of frank skinner on
1: absolute radio can i say on on the uh, sweet and sour front i don't even have the slightest idea what's in it (laughs) i don't i couldn't tell you what the base of it is anything it's a taste which to me is as individual
2: (laughs) as um Oscar Wilde. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've had... I don't mean the taste of Oscar Wilde. Emily and I know the rough ingredients of um, (laughs) sweet and sour sauce now because we spent the last song reading 50 different versions of it that have come through the text.
3: They've been coming, these sweet and sours in their droves. Yeah. I'll kick off with 818. It's sugar, black vinegar, corn flour, soy sauce, red food colouring. Mm -hmm. That's it! Well, there's other options are available. Al, over to you. Yeah,
2: some mischief makers, uh, (laughs) Neil and Francesca, have said, I reckon it's jelly babies and vinegar. I mean, that's just not... No, but you know what? Silly babies. That, that, to me, I can can sort of feel that more than I can feel the
1: the other ingredients. Mm -hmm. If you mix... It'd be worth trying. I don't know if you could melt jelly babies. Is that... And yes. also I think I might get a big guilt thing about it like when I, I text you really oh, <laughs> <laughs> early yeah. Well, what
3: about Coral from
1: Cheltenham? Oh, I thought it's going to say included Coral.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think that melts down that easily.
3: Also the color goes when you take it out the sea It's well. Oh, no got that lovely orange
1: coral tinge. from Cheltenham. What a great what a great Monica. Coral is. from mm-hmm.
3: uh, Cheltenham. Uh, I worked in a Chinese takeaway. The, no, I should say the emphasis differently. I worked in a Chinese takeaway. Mm-hmm. The main ingredients of sweet and sour sauce are... You ready, Frank? Yeah. White vinegar. Okay, yeah, I'll have that. Oranges. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I can taste that. Okay, well, see if you can taste this. Soy sauce. Yeah, of course. A few spices. Finally, Robinson's orange squash. Ah. <gasps>
1: you are oranges and robin's has she got mixed up with the formula for orange juice that's a good question coral
3: knows whereof she speaks but you know
1: what i would never i would never ever try and make my own you wouldn't no because if i made a duff one i'd just feel that i had
2: it's like i crestfallen would you it it's would like ruin never, the
1: dish forever. You know, I do a poetry podcast, but I, I would never write. Poetry because right. I would be slightly disgusted and disappointed by my own
2: efforts. Can I bring to your attention a text message from seven seven five who says pineapple is the secret ingredient? Well you do get bits of pineapple. Yeah, it's not it? a secret. It's There's a no big lumps, lumps of idea. it. You can see them. <laughs> what bit of it is secret? It's <laughs> hiding in be.
1: plain sight. In the pineapple <laughs> world though, there must be a bit of status to being in uh, you know at the lower <laughs> end. Showing off to the oranges. <laughs> you know those people that I mean... live on live on gamma. <laughs> there at the lower end but we're with the sweet and sour people very nice
3: it's hardly a stealth fruit it's yellow for heaven's sake yeah
1: it's very uh, very distinctive
3: we've had so much sweet well, and sour thank you correspondence you so...
0: but
2: thank you for that
0: this is the best of frank skinner on absolute radio
2: i would like to ask you a question about collective nouns and i know it almost feels like a uh, you know, well-trodden comedy territory where mm. people go, on murder of crows or whatever the sharks one is, the school. I encountered a new one recently and I don't know if it's a real one or if it's just a quirk of my brother-in-law's speech. He said when we were there, we'd had a bagel. Like the kids had had a bagel with peanut mm, butter. We'd all had them. a bagel. Yeah, we'd <laughs> it, all had a bagel. It did have manner of we'd all had a bagel. <laughs> then, Absolutely right. And then as he was leaving, he said, oh, there's another sleeve of bagels in the kitchen, <laughs> if you're interested. I like that.
3: It's quite, a, it's like he's ecclesiastical, Frank. Is, is he in a
2: mariachi band? <laughs> But he's a,
3: a
4: sleeve of bagels.
2: I mean I feel in both ways. Like I think it could be a thing that it's a collective noun. People talk about a sleeve of bagels or it could be a quirk of his that he doesn't even you know, he won't care if I'm making fun of him what on the video thinking, about it. I'm
1: thinking that, that he's talking about that packet that they come in. Yeah. That long thing. Well, so is I, he? So I don't think he's a collective noun for bagels. No. But sleeve, no, no.
3: I've never said sleeve
1: in my life. It's nice though, context. isn't it? In context. I'm just thinking, but you could have a sleeve of biscuits. <laughs> I think you is could just nice? as easily have a sleeve of biscuits. Oh, Sorry, you never can, can we, said we all
3: stop pretending sleeve is a thing with food? Oh, it is now. <laughs> I, I
2: think it makes absolute oh, sense. Well, I have to say it's very catchy because I haven't thought of bagels without thinking of sleeves since he said no. it. It's, and, and, you know, if you get, like, a big load of burger buns, you know those sort of 12... Mm. I consider those now a suitcase or an attaché case... <laughs>
1: Well, like, burger I mean, a... if you're going to wear your heart on your sleeve, it's much safer to wear it on a sleeve of bagel. Yeah.
3: Sleeve of bagels. I'm sure that's a Sherlock Holmes story, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. A sleeve of bagels.
2: So it's not It's not a thing? Is that what you're telling me? That It's a quirk of his?
3: Have you ever said sleeve, honestly, Frank, outside of this show?
1: Um, other than shirt sleeve mm. or something like that? No. I haven't, but you you know what? I might now.
3: Mm. Oh, here we go. Well,
2: I'm going to use it as a phrase forever.
1: I'm trying to think what we buy by the sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can get a sleeve of um, wine gums. I seem to remember they used to come in like a long (laughs) Uh see-through. That makes sense, yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay.
1: I only bought them for lying down. I didn't actually eat them. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I've had some sleeve correspondence. Oh, yeah. David, he says, In Glasgow, a carton of cigarettes is known as a sleeve of fags. Is it really? I believe so, yeah. I like that. Uh, No stranger says the same. Cigarettes come in sleeves. A 200-pack is known as a sleeve. And Michael says, A friend of mine once told me he ate a whole sleeve of Weetabix.
2: (laughs) 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 I like that friend on two counts there. (laughs) Big appetite yeah. and interesting vocabulary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it used to be, there used to be a thing about three shredded wheat. Was that the thing? Oh, that If yeah. you had three oh, shredded yeah. wheat, you were... I remember Ian Botham did an advert which suggested his um, masculinity had mm. been... It, was it
3: sort of implied it was um, a, f- a, hu- a feat that very few humans could achieve? Yeah. I, th- I think it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Absolute radio. Frank, we're having a lot of response to uh, your appearance last night. Yes, I think um, my haircut has
2: overtaken my... I think epigenance. she meant your appearance on Graham Norton, <clears throat> but oh, yeah, thought, you're yeah. right, we're also oh, getting thought, some Jim. hair
3: correspondence
2: too.
1: <laughs> it is
3: linked, yes. I don't mm. think
1: I, I can't think of many people who have genuinely gone on television knowing that their haircut is terrible and done nothing about it, but I, I felt I needed to take it to...
2: Uh, it's almost anti-pop star, isn't it, what you're doing? Because they go on with terrible hair, not knowing that it's terrible. Yeah, there's that. Or and, footballers. And also, you know, when I used to do a chat show myself, there were p-
1: people who came and went into make-up, but it was a great many people who arrived with their makeup and wore their own mm. people, and they're in the room for, like, three hours being wow. prepared, you know. And uh, give us a chance to keep up.
3: <laughs> well, I what I enjoyed last night was Ashley Banjo openly laughed when your hair was mentioned. But yeah, did he? Well, yes. Well, his
1: is meticulous, of course. He looks like you know people's hair looks like daily maintenance hair. All oh, right, yeah. I can't be. I can't be doing that <laughs> <laughs> daily. No. Thi- well,
2: evidently not. Oh,
1: no. Did
3: you see our uh, esteemed leader? But I might watch
2: it another time.
1: I,
3: oh, I just didn't oh,
2: know no it was obligation. on. He's, oh, he Steve. plays his cards close to his chest, doesn't he, with his uh, other professional well, you engagements. You
1: think I'm going to text you and say, by the way, I'm on Graham Norton tonight. I mean, What kind of scoundrel? <laughs>
3: Our esteemed leader did a brilliant oh, yeah. thing, Al. Did it? When they introduced him, you know, when Graham Norton does a don't and they do 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 do, the little sound bed of music. Yeah. Said, and Frank Skinner. And Frank. I think it's the only time I've ever seen anyone do this when, yeah, <laughs> and cheered himself. <laughs>
1: well, actually, no, I thought I'd been banned after. Um the Flying Ant Day incident on there. Um, We've had
2: a missive about that, actually. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Don't usually watch Graham Norton, but was gripped to see Frank, wondering if he'd bring up Flying Ant Gate, see if Miley Cyrus's insect know-how was better than Fassbender's. (laughs) 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 That would have
1: been quite a challenging thing. I was a little bit frightened of Miley Cyrus as well. She wasn't in the studio, I should say. The way it worked out was that um, Ewan McGregor and Miley Cyrus was on Zoom. Oh, yeah. And, and me, Shirley Ballas, and uh, I'll get I'll get back, to so I made a terrible faux pas, but anyway, me, Shirley Ballas, and Ashley Banjo were in the studio, mm-hmm. which gave me a feeling, God bless all of us, is that, that the, the policy, because there is some risk involved in going into the studio and having, being made up and having people around you. Right. And, um... And, uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I got a f- feel we were categorised as people who showbiz could afford to lose.
2: Right, I <laughs> that, see. Was, that was who were actually <laughs> in the studio. It's a tier system. Yeah, whereas
1: Miley and Ewan, you know what I mean, but let's look, they need to be looked after. <laughs> it? it's, it's showbiz gold. Now, my terrible faux pas was all evening, and I didn't realise I I think I, I know got, what it is. Oh, go on.
3: Well, I I don't want to raise it in case you don't realise it. No,
1: come on, I wouldn't mind another faux pas to take (laughs) the edge off this one. this Displacement of anxiety.
3: I'll tell you what I picked up on. Uh Go on. Frank's Frank's (laughs) face is actually contorting.
2: Yeah, I'm close to that.
3: There was a moment where Shirley Ballas... Oh, no had been talking about her... And she was very open, God love her, wasn't she? She, I thought she was brilliant, talking about her relationships and how many times she'd been married. And it was sort of becoming a bit of a joke, and she was all laughing, it was all very good-natured. Ewan McGregor popped up and talked about... He was promoting a show on a motorbike, and Mm -hmm. Shelley Ballas said, ''Oh, I'd like to go on the back of your bike.'' And Frank said, (laughs) ''I see another marriage coming on.'' Right. And I suddenly, for a minute, I thought, are you referring to the fact that you and McGregor got divorced quite recently? Oh, no,
1: I don't. No, I, don't, I missed that one. I'm all, I'm all right with that. It takes the edge off it when they're on Zoom. Yeah. Now, the problem was that on and off air, from arrival to leaving, I called Shirley Sally. Oh, yeah, that is bad. Yeah, I did that for. And this is a woman on probably the biggest show on television. Yeah. So I've, I I, got back and uh, I said to Kath, I said, oh, no, it's, it's really nice. Uh, um, Sally Ballas was on. She was <laughs> like a night. And she said, Shirley Ballas. And I went,
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> T- Too late. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I came across something
3: this week which interested me. Have you heard about this? There's a proposed, I think it's an EU law they're proposing, which would ban um, the labelling of um, non-meat products, so vegan products as being um, sausages. You can't say veggie burgers, for example.
2: Yeah. You would have to call them... Burger is a meat name. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You would have to call them discs.
2: Oh, I love
3: that. Sausages, um, if they're veggie sausages, or um, they would now have to be called...
2: Uh, Is it tubes? Correct, Alan. Although I've got a problem with that, because surely tubes are hollow by their very nature. Oh. So calling them tubes means they're going to have to have a hollow bit in the oh, middle. That, also, be, oh that that would
1: be quite like the idea of sausages with like a a shaft yeah. running through just the, make me the feel middle. Ill. You could eat them off your fingers. That would be nice. Imagine sitting oh, and yeah. look like a batting glove. <laughs> yeah, and just eating them off oh, <laughs> Or frank a great. very a lovely um, world. Primitive <laughs> sort
2: in of your tofu <laughs> <laughs> tubes off your hand like It
3: a... would look quite primitive 80s robot. Yeah. A sort of
1: well, It would look thing. like somebody eating their own fingers and leaving a yeah. skeleton yeah. behind. Ironically, it's for a non meat product. It is, yeah. Uh, what they actually use, I mean, they, I thought they, they used the uh, the phrase cultural appropriation. Did which they me? hey, some, it's meat. Some meaty person, <laughs> someone from, I don't know, pork today, <laughs> or chop um, concern, <laughs> said, yeah, it was meat. The, the, these these vegetarian people, who are always very anti-meat, are very happy to take our names <laughs> yeah. and use them to their own advantage. I thought that was yeah. fabulously based moral indignation. <laughs> Oh well what? done, the awful bureau, yes <laughs> <laughs> so it so they're all they i see i kind of I like the way the meat the meat guys were saying the guys. we used to say a thing when when uh we used to say a thing to kids in the street when I was its so a get off up your own end, oh, yeah, and it was like that,
3: get off up your own end, get your own words. <laughs> What I would say, both, is that... Can't be bothered with individual names anymore. Good stuff. Um, Discs and tubes. It doesn't sound very appealing. No. I think for discs, they must be able to come up with better than that. Frisbees. I think... That is brilliant. Yeah, why not? How brilliant. Thank you.
1: Well, if... Also, if if they're going to, they're not going to be named by the meat guys, are they? No. They should be allowed to be named by the vegetable community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they can call it like the the frisbee of hope. Yeah. <gasps> what what they need yes. to do is get on their moral eye horse about how they're safe in the planet. I don't think they, they do. get on horses. No, no, get, they would. They'd, they'd get on one to uh, to rescue. To rescue it, maybe.
3: And we should say there are several. Oh, I could just eat
1: a compassion cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> compassion cylinders and mash. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's what you do, though. I think you, every time you order, you remind people. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That that you're you're in the you're in the right.
3: Also, Frank, I would say it's not. The f- they're being a little strict, the meat guys. I oh, know. Yeah. Because let's face it, the grapefruit, excuse me, I see no grape.
2: Good point. now. Very and good point. And why
3: the need to mention, why so thirsty grapefruit for mm-hmm. the attention with the fruit thing? Not every other fruit doesn't do that. The
1: grapefruit is a bit, I'm having that. Someone has <laughs> seen the grape. They've seen the grape and thought, that's a good name for yeah. a fruit. Um, no one will know. <laughs> They're not, it's not very, you know, not many people see the grape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'll think we did it first. Yeah. yeah.
1: It always comes back to you in the end.
0: This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> George, anyway.
2: George Clooney has been in the news for other reasons. <laughs> <Cool>. he, um, <laughs> he he said in uh, in an interview that he's never had an argument with his wife Amal. Wow. Um, Are um, you Frank? Yeah. <laughs> very similar to our house. And he said, uh, we haven't ever had an argument. You know, everybody's been slammed together because of the coronavirus and a lot of friends' relationships have been tested. For us, it's been really easy. What I would say about that, speaking as a
1: um, recovering alcoholic, I find (laughs) that weirdly... If you say at a party, oh, have you got anything that's non alcoholic, just an orange juice or something, they immediately think, oh, I've al- got alcoholic, obviously, right. because you're not yeah. drinking alcohol, which is weird. Uh, By the same thing, if someone says to me, we never argue, I think there is something severely wrong <laughs> with their relationship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can I say I 100% agree? Yeah,
1: there's no doubt about it. I am one of the, you know, if there's no pearl, if there's no friction, that's my. Yeah. I mean, I've found it traumatic.
3: Someone somewhere (laughs) is, um, you know, I'm just saying, stuff's not coming out. And when stuff doesn't Uh, come out...
1: They're giving in. Yeah, Yeah. they're giving in. I mean, if you're married to a lawyer, you might be. (laughs) I can see you being careful. (laughs) (laughs) Is this harsh? I would say that George Clooney was one of the seven items or less
4: stars.
3: Do you want to just recap for That's non regulars point. on your 7 items? 7 nine, people who've done less while, than
1: 7 notable things in their career. Good show. I would say um oceans 11 old bro- oh, brother where art though. Then mm-hmm. you aren't you struggling Gravity, a bit? Gravity Gravity's—it's oh, a good film. That film
2: brought coffee, me down. Coffee adverts.
3: An <laughs> espresso.
1: ER. Yeah. It's an
3: espresso in his body of ER, we've gone right
2: back to ER, E-R. fairly quickly, actually. Of course, if
3: this—if
1: mean... we were on BRMB now, the West Midlands radio, I'd say he must you be a very can...
3: giving
2: bloke, because he was in <laughs> ER. Right, because you'd say, ER, ER. E-R. 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 Well, he also added, after he said that it's been really easy in lockdown to be stuck together, he said, uh, George went on to add that the pair, as in him and Amal, Mm. the pair's united passion for for philanthropy and humanitarian causes (laughs) has kept them grounded and made their relationship (laughs) strong. (laughs) <laughs> well, now hold <laughs> on! I'm obviously of that, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that's that's
2: a good thing, isn't it? Well, if you want to interpret it that way, yeah. I, what uh, I feel sorry for, I I mean, think... I've crossed them off my dinner party list oh, just reading dear. that. I don't know if you guys have. I think it's good
1: that they do a oh. good thing. I know what you. I mean, if I was a career activist, I might feel like a career children's author. Mm. All these, mm. everyone's an actor. I think. Well, I, you know, look mm. at Swampy. He must have thought I've given <laughs> I've <laughs> given my life to this. And now you look on Twitter, everyone, comedian and activist, actor and activist. But you know,
3: <laughs> Swampy first through the door. If you're the first through the door,
1: trailblazer. Yeah. But mm. those people, and there's plenty of them about. They are activists. That's what they do. Yes, yeah. this is true. So they must they must hate the celebs who do a little bit of activism at the weekend. Yeah. Well, it's
3: it's activism with the blow dry isn't it? Oh, you know? So,
1: sorry, <laughs> You're just
2: going to give me a 2nd so
1: anxious so anxious about that. So anxious. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sounded like a Hillary Clinton quote. <laughs> Frightened the death out of me. Oh man!
3: Oh, you're making the table shake. I
1: oh, know. Sorry, but that's and oh, my heart's pounding. I
3: can't even mention a blow dry. No, <laughs>
1: I um, I think he was raised a Catholic as well. And, and oh, then that he must faded. be it. you like him. No, is he it? faded.
2: Oh, is he lapsed up to the eyeball? I read the thing. He oh. said he's not
1: sure. He said he doesn't believe in hell. It's one of the things he said. Oh. I thought, well, you've only been married six years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1970, 1974, when you face it. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Frank, Mark Cotterell got in touch with me, one of our readers. Him. <laughs> he said, <laughs> it was very sweet, this tweet. It was a midweeker. And it was the excitement of having seen a friend's house on the telly or something. Yeah. Frank's just been a question on mastermind, he said.
1: Oh that's good. What was the specialist subject? Gits. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Gits <laughs> through the ages. Yeah. <laughs> who great, else was great in there? Gits of a yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, who else is in there? Good question. Correct.
3: Which git was born <laughs> yes. Um.
2: Who would it be awesome?
1: Well,
3: <laughs> who are the top? Who would be in the Gits mastermind? In the Gits parade, Schopenhauer. Can we let that breathe, please? Uh, Phenomenal work strong. by the uh, still in there. That you know, first ping. link
2: as well. First link, not even a warm up.
3: And the fact that it was Bear the Gits parade was said by Britain's leading Gits. <laughs>
1: I know. And the fact I've only got, like, under two months, in which I can legitimately sing when I'm 64. <laughs> um, and still yeah. there, still like a riser. Oh. Uh,
3: who else is going to be in the Git parade? Orson Welles is in the Git. Yeah. Have
1: you ever heard um, his advert for uh, Finder's frozen food? Yeah. Awesome Wells. Oh, yeah. And he said, the, he does it, and the bloke says, I think... Um, if you could be a bit and he says and what do you in the depths of your ignorance (laughs) (laughs) advise oh wow and I thought yeah we've all been there awesome (laughs) I don't think people allow for the stress of working with idiots though Good point. An incompetence. It's you know. Should we go not to a about. song? We'll <laughs> about.
3: Unbelievable, Al. Oh. Unreal. I, well, I obviously went straight to uh, iPlayer to have a look at this. Oh, okay. And I was so Ooh. excited. Let me just
1: set this up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I watched the gentleman in question. And how can I put this? He looked intelligent.
1: Oh, OK. I've, one thing I noticed about the men on... Um,
3: he look like he might watch Doctor Who.
1: The, yeah, there's a certain type of um, mastermind male who uh, <laughs> look like they got their shoes on prescription. You can see when, mm. when they're in the big wide of a mall city. I always look out for those. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, carry on. He
3: looked like he might have arrived with a plastic bag instead oh, yeah. of a. Okay, uh, my yeah. kind of which guy, which I like. Your kind of guy.
1: But was I in general knowledge or in, in any oh, specialist? calm down. You
3: calm your ego down. Okay. You were in general knowledge. Okay, uh, fair enough. You looked pleased by that. Is that better for you? No,
1: I wouldn't have minded okay. being in Tibetan architecture. <laughs> you would have been. A, it
3: would have been a Doctor Who. Yeah, it would have, have felt
1: like I'd been slightly wedged.
3: It was a general knowledge.
1: What? What? Do you know? What was the question then?
3: It was, um, it just had general, it was quite a weird question. It said, which, per, um, it listed all your, it said, which comedian, it was first. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank God. <laughs> performer, TV, uh, I can't remember what else it called you, but then it said, was born, and it had your birth, birth oh. name, Christopher Collins, and blah, blah, blah. And I went, oh, uh, and he passed. But listen, Frank, 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 before you get upset, when they came to it, there was a lovely moment because he said, and that answer too. And John Humphrey said it as if to say, come on, you missed a biggie here. He said, and the answer, and he went, I know, I know. He said it was, of course, Frank's. And he went, oh, and John Humphrey said, I know.
1: Did he go, oh, or did he go, (laughs) who?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He knew it. And John Humphrey's looked at him as if to say, you should have got that.
1: Did he win it? In, did he win that? Did he win his thing? did you not get that far? He might have <laughs> oh, okay. won. Okay. I might keep an eye on him. <laughs> Can you <he> bet? <laughs> do they
0: have betting
1: on They don't have betting on it. No. I've never heard of anyone betting on it. The
0: best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
1: I suppose we've all been asked that question. Um, to what extent is your personal grooming influenced by Ollie Merce? Mm hmm. <laughs> I um I interviewed um, Ollie Mers. This is going somewhere. Trust me. Oh. Um, I don't know if you remember. I used to have a thing on iPlayer called On Demand. Yes. It was a, actually, though I say it a shouldn't, very fine show. But decommissioned. You know. <laughs> so
2: okay, I'm fine with it. I'm still. Um, you give it a sort of a nuclear sound when you say decommission. Well, you know, I'm still. I, I carry
1: on. I'm still. I'm still MP for Islington North, oh, as right. it were. <laughs> um, so we. Um, I, he was a nice guy, I didn't I hadn't met him. Before
3: and part of the thing with that is it was sort of quite cosy, wasn't it? You were mm-hmm. on a sofa with the guests, sometimes in a bed. Lee Mack and you were in, in bed together.
1: Yeah, I well, well with, with them, with we with Mers, we met in some uh, Chelsea restaurant that he like, he favours. I had a long chat with him. I, I took a let's say I, I took a ferry across Mersey, mm-hmm. and Lovely. he <laughs> said to me that one of his joys in life was. Tom Ford products. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I was. I had. I had no awareness of Tom. The scent Ford. guy is. Yeah. It? The scent people.
3: Scent well, I mean, items. that's one way you can refer to him. <laughs> for heaven's sake. Well, does what? he do other
2: stuff? Yes. He does nonsense stuff.
3: <laughs> He's nonsense. a designer. Yeah, yeah, He's a fashion designer. Stuff. He's branched out into that recently. I sat next oh. to him on a plane once.
1: I got a gift at the end of the run from the the producer, and it was a a bottle of this Tom Ford shower gel. Shower gel? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And I did that thing, which... I don't know if you ever listened to other radio stations, uh, that thing that it seems to be a lot of presenters are doing with their um, interesting and funny um, stuff. I saved it for best. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And... um, (laughs) I've saved it for best for years.
3: Oh, dear.
1: And then, what with the the global pandemic? I've I've taken on a, a sort of a gather ye rosebuds while ye may. Carpe Diem, and I thought I'm going to use I'm going to use the Tom Ford. Crack You're, out the seven year old.
3: <laughs> crack out the seven year old shower gel. I
1: like the yeah. fact your Carpe <laughs> Diem is using some shower gel. That's what I mean. <laughs> but you mean keep him for best? It there used to be. Adrenaline junkie. There used to be a, a sentimental email that went round about a bloke who's um, I think he's he had some tragedy in his life and when he went through the person's belongings he found some stuff they'd been keeping for best and never oh, rural, right. and it's yeah. saying like don't keep stuff for best oh, i never would this stuff it's called owd wood
2: oh yeah O-W-D. O-W-D. Oh, okay. Um, owd Oh,
3: uh,
2: how is it Ood? yes because uh, you're so poetry i thought you were saying ode O-D. You know, no, ode to wood. In the yeah. black country,
1: it's, it's, how you'd say, it's how you'd say old, where I come from. Oh, it? So yeah. Smells of old wood in here. <laughs>
3: it's oh, it's oud. Ood, it's pronounced. It's oh, a certain type of fragrance. That
1: would have been a great Doctor Who joke. So you know, <laughs> oud, wood. No, but thanks for the tip. The <laughs> oud is a, is a, um, a creature. Is it? it looks is like it? it's overgorged on spaghetti. It's got all these tendrils coming out of it. Oh, its I've seen
2: mouth. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've looked like that. So many it's oud wood. Oud. What is yes. oud?
3: Oud is a specific type of fragrance. I suppose like you'd have what is you know frankincense. It's a scent. It's a scent. It's a very it's a very ambery musky scent.
2: Mm. Hence, Oud wood. So we've done frankincense and myrrhs. Oh, oh man, we're going oh. up near I mean, the Christmas that show. This.
1: That
3: Al, was yeah.
1: gold. <laughs> 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 if only I had a tingle, that went gold. Oh, <laughs> really. oh anyway, that was
3: brilliant. I tremendous. reckon we could get Tony Hadley to come in and sing that <laughs> for us. Yeah,
4: isn't?
1: I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yes. I, um, so anyway, here's my. I, I be, we began by asking, how has um, Ollie Mer's, um <laughs> <laughs> influenced my personal grooming? Go on. Here's the thing, and I'm going to put this as delicately as I can. But I'm, So I'm using now Tom Ford shower Ood. gel. Yeah. Oudwood. Oudwood. And I do my whole body. You use it like a body wash?
3: Oh you no! So you shouldn't spawned, have done
1: it shower, that. Gel, it
3: shower gel. It's shower gel. I know, but I'm worried about what's happened here. Well, I tell you yeah. what happens, is,
1: <laughs> but when I get to I'm my, in a medical emergency on its way. No, it, I do everything, but when I get to my bomb I switch to a cheaper shower gel. Good lad. Just for that. That's that's fine. And that that's just sensible for budgeting. me. It's a sort of a reasonable keeping for best. Yeah, that doesn't exclude <laughs> uh, using it at all.
3: Absolutely oh. ill. A little
1: tip there for the people at home.
3: How did it smell? Ood, how dare day? you? Oh,
1: there <laughs> you. <laughs> The
0: best of Frank Skinner. Absolute
3: radio. Anyway. Oh, how long are we going to avoid the uh, the elephantitis in the room?
2: Well, he played a song called Cut Your Hair and we've not even discussed the fact that he's, um, he's shorn it. Yes. It's gone.
3: Frank has, I mean, no-one warned me. I wasn't prepared. I walked in this morning and blown me down. It was a new man
1: standing in front of Isn't me. It? Well, I did it on a whim. You never. I
3: did. I did it on a whim.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, I tell you what. Funnily enough, I didn't. I didn't watch the Graham Norton show, although a lot of people watched it and said my hair looked terrible. Um, some people personally um, communicated with me.
2: Uh, many texted the show last week, and yeah. we filtered a fair thank, number thank of them you. out. I, I appreciate.
1: You. I appreciate
2: that. <laughs> Um, We only told you the broadcastable ones. Yeah, (laughs) Um,
1: but I, I hadn't, I didn't watch it because I don't really watch myself on uh,
2: stuff like that in case it breaks my heart.
3: It's not that it breaks your heart; it's because it's a very unhealthy thing to do. But that's another story. Well, um,
2: also sometimes they leave setups in and not punish lines when oh, you watch yeah, television exactly, shows. Yeah, that exactly. you on. I know, you know, uh, people no clue. way of
1: scratching your fingers into your own <laughs> wallpaper. It's yeah, that. it's 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 really painful. But anyway, um, but what I did watch a bit of was Emily interviewing me for the um, what was that thing called the Ahab Captain Ahab conference. Captain Ahab. It was something like that. <laughs> what was
3: it at the producer? though? No? international, IAB. We tried to work yeah. out. We spent oh,
1: several yeah. hours. It's a bureau. There's a bureau involved. Yeah. Oh, and, that's right. Um, what did it
3: stand for in the end,
1: Frank? It advertising, internet advertising bureau. Oh no. yeah. Similar. Oh. Anyway, I watched a bit of that and my hair looked terrible. I mean, it was terrible.
2: Uh-huh. It wasn't just, you know. Uh, and I don't think that was its badness peak. I think that was really like a week they? or two before. Wow. Well, <laughs> um,
1: Michael McIntyre texted me and said that he thought it symbolized the current
3: crisis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um,
1: so, yeah, I looked, I watched it on that thing and it, it sort of. Post lobotomy chic, yeah, is how mm. I would describe it. So I decided. I mean, I can't believe I went on uh, national television. I mean, international television. Mm. It's um, mm. Graham Norton goes you know, across the across the globe. <laughs> So um, yeah, sorry guys, that- it's a globe. That's, that's lost <laughs> half our listeners.
3: Why do you think, darling, that that's maybe occurred to you now, rather than because a it's
1: like this. Ra- back? It's like this radio show. Um, I, I, some people listening might not know that the texts and everything that come in don't come into my side of the desk. Only mm. Alan and Emily see them. So I live in the belief that only love is coming in and, and, and praise. That, that, and that keeps me going and because I didn't watch myself um, with with the hair thing mm. I from inside it felt great <laughs> this side of the hair it looked it looked really good it was like like the chair at aimtree it yes. looked good from one side but once you're once you're over, it's a terrible drop at the other side. So from inside it seemed great, but once I got an objective view of it, it was absolutely it's like one of the worst echos I've ever seen on <laughs> television. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of programmes, you know, set in hospitals and, 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 and prisoner of war camps. It's right up there.
0: Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute
1: Radio. We do talk off air, you know. Oh, yeah. like some shows here they sit stony faced, um, and the music mm-hmm. plays. But we chat like old friends. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about. Um, well, we do occasionally check that the mics are down. Oh but, yeah, it's always good yeah. to that because there's quite a lot of, of vicious uh, malice <laughs> and, um, and, and and what I would call barret room language. Yes. <laughs> but But. Um, but we we I, we were just talking about someone um who I work with who um Emily knows, I don't know if Alan knows him, but um he's he's I, we we're talking about claims to
3: fame and Yeah, uh, so I kicked it off yeah. with uh, Rebecca Front, uh the actor. She her dad designed the logo for the Beatles rubber soul album, See, which that is that a great is, claim to fame. That is, especially as she's called
1: Front yeah. as well, mm-hmm. and it's all about the front of that cover. He didn't do the writing stuff on the back, of the parlophone symbol. What's the point?
2: Um, but, um, and you
1: mentioned. And I mentioned, oh, we, oh, 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 we know a guy uh, and his dad made the Velcro um, fitted skirts that were torn off the Box Fizz ladies during uh, Eurovision. And we were. So if anyone out there has got what they would call a um, off the wall <coughs> claim to fame. <laughs> I'd love to hear it.
3: Yeah. Mm. We've got Claire Beharrell. I shared my bag of fruit pastels with Dick and Dom at Strictly last year.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a double. Just to get into Strictly is quite an achievement. Yeah. yeah.
3: Dick and Dom. Carmel McKenna, Bruce Forsyth, hit a golf ball that landed on my legs on the Des O'Connor show, and that was uh, in the early 90s. <laughs>
1: landed on your legs <laughs> on the Des O'Connor <laughs> show. Adds, there's more to that there definitely was, is. Was, was. was Carmel in the audience and he, he chipped He maybe he chose a Niblick <laughs> and he just chipped one off the stage off maybe a special a, a little square of uh, AstroTurf they'd put down He yeah. landed in a lap or was she um was she the one in the glittery Leotard and he was supposed to be driving it straight and he spliced it yeah. he threw on the kneecap?
3: This is more local claims. Uh, can, can I
1: just say thing? that the Dick and Don't one reminds me of when I was at a film premiere eating popcorn and um, Bob Geldof came over oh, and said, still <laughs> still still upset about this? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't give him any. I, I know. Yeah, he said, Come <laughs> on, get some popcorn. No please. I said, say please. He wouldn't say it.
2: Yeah. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Paul Pox nothing he has done has made up for that in my opinion <laughs> he, he, he fed the world yeah not only my popcorn he did
2: <laughs> rude
1: there's no excuse for rude <laughs>
3: Oh, <How> rude <laughs> well, I mean it's it, rude.
2: it is rude to not say please if you're asking for somebody else's food you're yeah, right tell you tell him Mm-hmm. I have a very topical claim to fame. In nineteen seventy-two my dad was it doesn't sound very topical yeah, so far. Not so I far.
3: <laughs> With well, our d- show that is very topical. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, my dad was the assistant to Laurie McMenemy M- at uh, Grimsby Town. Oh no. no. <laughs> Grimsby were playing Middlesbrough in a pre-season friendly and my dad let me sit on the bench. I was 10 years old wow. at the time. At halftime, there were lots of substitutions of which Nobby Stiles was one. Nobby Stiles took his front teeth out and handed them to my dad, who in turn handed them to me and said, put these in your pocket. <laughs> I was <laughs> retching at the thought of the teeth in my pocket. Different times. But not many people can say they've had a World Cup winner's false teeth in their possession, Gordon no. from St Albans. That is brilliant.
1: And um, full respect to Nobby Stiles, by the way, who features in Three Lions, of course, uh, mm-hmm. for his famous World Cup dance. Yeah. Can I tell you that the headline in the Birmingham Mail mm. was uh, former West Brom boss and England World Cup winner, <laughs> Nobby Styles. <laughs> That's right Not no, Never afraid of the parochial, the Birmingham <laughs> Mayor. He was Albion manager for about six months max. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, also won the World Cup.
3: 842 uh, worked with Nick Knowles' mum at the benefits agency in Tunbridge Wells 32 years ago <laughs>
1: fantastic 32 years ago I was watching him just the other day on Home is Where the Art is have you seen that no haven't oh he's brilliant on you, he's t- to wearing very tight garments <laughs> Nick Knowles like he looks like he's been dressed he looks like he's been did I say nails Nick nails. okay well, yeah, I don't know what made me think okay. of that. <laughs> but it looks like he's been dressed and, and then soaked.
0: <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Uh, would you like to hear this claim to fame, Frank? From yes. From Tim Bread. Tim Bread? Yes. OK. Hmm. My enemy, (laughs) on the carbs front. Uh, Tim says, my fingers are sometimes used as stock footage when ITNs show a pin being entered at an ATM. Oh, that's good. (gasps) After I did an interview years ago when the banks had an IT meltdown. (laughs) Tim, I think that might be my favourite so far. That is really good. Yeah.
1: I hope we don't get any of the people who were used in the uh, oh. National Obesity Crisis. I always feel sorry for <laughs> those people. You're, they, they must
2: recognise themselves. Yeah, they and...
1: don't use faces, but you'd recognise a t-shirt or something yeah. like that. What an outfit! <clears throat>
3: <coughs> Unwitty, the unwitting Slayer, as well. Uh, she, you might remember, she spent six hours in the maternity hospital after laughing a lot at you, and her daughter was nearly called Frankie. Do you remember that she oh she, yeah it rings just, I got shoved by a bloke getting off a train started to fall backwards and was caught by Richard E Grant Great. who escorted me off the train like the total gent he is
1: Fantastic that's yes. nice. You can picture you could trust. He's probably done many, many drama school trust exercises where you yes. fall back into someone's <laughs> arms point. and catch. He probably knew the exact brace in position to save he's been his back. for his whole <laughs> life in many ways. Yeah, hasn't he God, he is the guy you want to uh, fall into. He is a fun one. Whereas David James, the goalkeeper,
2: oh, you'd yeah. be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello, my off-the-wall claim to fame is that my dad once made a sheepskin coat for hard-drinking <laughs> Canadian snooker sensation <laughs> Bill Werbenyek, <laughs> 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 and they finish. Good luck beating that <laughs> from Tony Moss. Sheepskin
1: coat. I wonder how many sheep died in the making of oh,
2: that. Oh, I cup. think a fair <laughs> a Big man. Well, I I googled Bill yet <laughs> during the last link because I thought this was funny and um, It says that he's a hard drinker, Canadian snooker sensation. The main photo that comes up is him sitting at (laughs) a a table absolutely covered in various drinks.
1: I'll tell you why that is, though, because Bill Wurbenek claimed on his tax returns, um, his his tax claim was that he he couldn't play snooker uh, in a tournament because of nerves gave him... Made his handshake, and he couldn't oh, play. Oh, like the yips! Like so the... this was before the uh, the beta blockers were oh, introduced. Right. So he said he had to drink at least fifteen pints of lager <laughs> before he could play a game. So he used to claim all Legend! that lager. Against, uh... <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. Tell <laughs> you know what he's most famous for. Strangely, is um, his fellow countryman. Um, Cliff Thorburn, known as the Methodical Mountie yeah. in those days, and if you came from Canada, you'd probably called him Mountie. <laughs> um, he got the first ever 147, I think, televised. I think it was the first ever. And it's that stage at the World Championships where they have a screen down in between the tables because there's two games going on. Oh, yeah. And when he got near the end, you just saw Bill Werbenick's face, like the moon <laughs> coming over a mountain range. <laughs> Looking around the corner watching this uh, final thing. Oh, Bill.
2: I think he's no longer with us, Bill, but um,
3: these we was, have uh, loved,
2: eh? Glyn has texted, I was once given a lecture from Big Daddy on why I shouldn't bite my nails.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder oh. what that lecture contained. Like, how many different points were there? Don't <laughs> bite <buy> your nails.
1: <laughs> I imagine it went roughly like that. I mean, I if know. we're
3: talking about physical appearance, mate...
1: Oh, God.
3: <laughs> Physician he, heal thysi- thyself. daddy heal thyself. Slightly.
1: Did he invent the mankini, would you say? Oh, he yeah. He was pre borat,
3: very much so, yes. Yeah. I'm reading, while we're on what we're reading, I'm reading the Rupert Everett uh, diaries. Fun. Um, come on. Oh, I'm going to start them in our reading club. I like oh, them. We've gone a bit in
1: book club. Yeah. yeah.
3: What are you reading, Frank Skinner?
1: I am reading a biography of um, John Milton.
3: Oh, oh yeah, I love him. It was
1: Loves
3: uh, the poetry. Yeah, it's not want... poetry.
1: It's mainly about his political. Uh, oh. He was a great champion of the execution of Charles I. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, Absolutely. radio. I'm, you know, I'm not one to gossip. <laughs> <laughs> 3am. Harry Styles, <laughs> Harry Styles <laughs> to Milton's view on the execution of Charles I. Here at Absolute Radio, where real culture matters, um, if there's any of Charles I's family listening, no offence.
0: <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio I
1: remember I when I bought my first ever flat I went into a uh a B&Q in Wolverhampton to get some things. And they had some of those lights, you know those lights, ceiling lights with like a sort of things you know, things in for. for a new house.
3: <laughs> Did you have that on your shopping list? Yeah. Things. You know when you move
1: into a place, you need things yeah, that you didn't yeah. have before. And they had those lights that have like, they're in a cage. You know those lights that you get on ceilings? I uh, yeah. Exactly. And I bought... I, re- I thought, I loved that. I said, I want to put those in the flat. Yeah, so I bought yeah. four. I had them in at my trolley, like you do at B&Q. Mm-hmm. And the guy um, looked at him, and uh, I said, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I was talking to the person I was with, I said, I can have two in the living room, two in the bedroom. And he said, uh, them for a garage. <laughs> I said, oh, no, I know, but I thought they'd work well in this flat. And he said, oh. uh, them for a garage. <laughs> I mean, completely, <laughs> I mean, this you know, this far and oh. no further. He let me purchase them, but I really, I really <laughs> felt yeah. a sense of having done something wrong. <laughs> if you're listening, mate, they look lovely. So it, it's fine. By the way, while oh. you're on, yeah. yeah, is it still possible to ask
2: Jeeves? That's a good question.
1: Um, I, it feels I, very 90s. But I would, I'm inclined to ask him. <laughs> I was always, when I first asked Jeeves, I remember being gutted that the answer didn't end with sir. Mm. <laughs> and, I mean, and, uh, if you're going to be Jeeves, you know, the, yeah, you the, the, the little image <laughs> had him with a try. I mean, yeah. go with it. Don't half be, Jeeves.
3: And not just sir. I want a very good sir yeah, mm-hmm. in something. Of, yeah, something Certainly, of that
1: sir. nature. I'd got me uh, me monocle <laughs> on, me plus fours, <laughs> all ready for his response. <laughs> and then it was it was a computer talk. Mm, yeah. Very disappointing. Anyway, if anyone out there knows, if you can still ask Jeeves, do, uh, <laughs> do let us. <laughs> No. You ask him but he's quite sullen about the whole Google thing. Bit drinks drinks a bit more than he ought to. On The logo now is him on waste ground with um, and a it's few all, other servants. Who would it at Be an Parker, angle hanging off. Parker from Thunderbirds <laughs> and uh Cato, the Green Hornets are all sitting around.
3: Alfred as well from Batman. Oh
1: yeah, passing oh. passing round the, uh, the 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 uh, I think, it, I think, if I remember rightly, Jeeves used to drink um, hair lacquer with fortified wine. <laughs>
0: the best of Frank Skinner.
1: Absolute radio. By the way, don't forget um, this morning's texting. Best original questions for guess who? <laughs> um, oh, that's good. I've uh, been playing Guess Who this week. Have you? And uh, oh, I, don't how's know, it going? I don't know if I told you, when I first started playing with my son, he was only like two. Mm. And one of his first questions was, Do they look kind? Oh, yeah. And I oh. said, That's two. Uh, two, you've got to be more specific than that. What mm. a
3: marvelous question, though. Yeah.
1: Do they look askance? <laughs> <laughs> so I was quite pleased uh, with this week with uh, my visible tongue. Inquiry. Have they got a visible tongue? Oh, yeah, have they got a visible tongue? That's one. That's a but you question. don't just want to go male, female, dog, cat, whichever Pat. version you're playing. No. I'm trying to find some cleverer ways of getting Do it. they have
2: an air of insouciance? <laughs> <laughs> that might
1: that be, be too of... much, yeah.
3: i do, do they it's look capable of well. original thought on a regular <laughs> basis? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I'd love to I'd love to get come up with some stuff. When you play the one with human beings, if your first question is, are they male, are they male you've wiped out half the board straight off. Come do, on. do
3: they appear to have a hinterland?
1: <laughs> I'll tell you something as well. There's a major design error in Guess Who. What's that that? When you, if you tip it one way, the doors open on one side, and if you tip it on the other, they all close and the other ones open. Oh, shut Rubbish. up. Rubbish. Come uh, on. Yeah. Come I, on. So, I so, I sort you. it out, guess who? Listen, yeah. I went to a Punch and Judy show. <laughs> Again? This week.
2: I do you go to one every
1: year? <laughs> yeah. Is, I, a, is to, this a ritual? If video? there's one around, I go. I love them. Absolutely <laughs> love
2: them. How do you even hear about them? I haven't... I mean, I'm... I, I don't think what, I've ever heard... I've and Judy alerts. The <laughs> 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 thing is, I believe this.
1: <laughs> there's one now.
4: that <there. laughs>
1: This guy used the used the swazzle as well. The, the swazzle. I beg your pardon. You know the swizzle. No, in No, the... I
2: don't. Oh. Some well, of them. Well you can do you can do This is part time radio.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's all right. Oh, it's you, can do, um, you can do you can do Punch uh, <laughs> you can do Mr Punch the way I do him. Naughty 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 <laughs> That's why I knew it. You can do it like that. But that's not authentic. Oh the real Mr Punch. God forbid. You, You have a thing and it's like a little device that you have in your mouth. And it makes it sound really. The voice comes really weird. A swazzle? and, and it's yeah, it's a swazzle.
3: How does it sound then? I
1: might get one. Well, I can't do it without <laughs> the swazzle, But it's it's a more sort of on, unearthly version of. Oh,
3: so I don't know. Is uh, it oh, is it good.
1: like a kazoo? The <laughs> Yeah,
2: like a miniature.
1: It's got a sort of uh, you know when pe- when people have had their voice sort of um, mm-hmm. electronically treated. Oh, it's like an yeah. auto- it's
3: like an early auto tune. Yeah, a bit like. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh I'm a gummy bear, just <laughs> yes, I'm a gummy bear. Oh, if you can imagine that, but if it was produced by Samuel Beckett yeah that's what the voice changes. <laughs> like, uh, sounds into. Sounds changes any words. just that's an anagram of a fine sentence. <laughs> so it really makes him sound weird. And this guy was doing the, the proper swazzle thing. You could see when he spoke to the kids, I, I saw him, I thought he was chewing at first, and then I thought, "He's got a swazzle. Here we go. Wow. Uh, and, and
2: sure enough very exciting you must be like you know when um, at the snooker at the crucible and they applaud like a really oh, like, yeah. subtle safety shot <laughs> exactly. you must be like that fan but for Punch and Judy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was um, I once got a couple of purists in tonight well I know there's a thing amongst Punch and
1: Judy men he's one of the first things they ask thing uh, monks
3: Punch and <laughs> um, Judy men
1: what's what, going on one of the first things they ask is do you do the hanging because traditionally he was hanged um, oh, at right. the end, and now they've tended to phase that out for the small ones.
3: Oh, that's nice. That's no. considerate.
1: Yeah, it was uh, Hang I, I find. <laughs> <Yeah>. I find
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> like a puppet, isn't it? He's a, he
1: also, he's a vicious individual. Yeah. normally. Well,
3: this I was going to say, Frank. I find the themes. Um, very distressing. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, ju- there's <laughs> <Mr. Punch, visually. laughs> one thing I love. I just find him very unattractive, Mister Punch, visually. There's one
1: thing. There's one thing I love, and this is a regular news story. It's <laughs> <laughs> crocodile in a domestic setting. Oh, yeah. you know, Man in council flat with crocodile <laughs> in, in Bath. That story that comes up now again. Me. I mean, it's one of my all-time faves.
0: The best of Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.